Today we talk Snowmageddon, Snapchat, and of course, the conference championships in the NFL. The latest in marketing, advertising, social media, and occasionally a conversation. This is the Brand Boost Podcast. Yeah, I said it, Snowmageddon, Snapchat, and NFL Conference Championship Football. Start with a little Snowmageddon here for those of you that may or may not be on or in the uh, Northeast slash Mid-Atlantic region. And actually there was snow pretty much everywhere, Uh, but... Snowmageddon, 40 plus inches of snow forecast for some parts. Uh, New York City travel ban. New York City actually said, we will arrest you if you're on the roads. Uh, Jonas, which is the name of the storm, left 14 dead. It's the first storm to dump two feet of snow in both New York City and Baltimore Uh, surely shutting down lots of operations going on. Uh, Stay safe out there for those of you that are in the storm. There's a storm surge that's leading to a lot of coastal floodings as well. A lot of wind. I know even northern Florida saw some snow flurries. Fortunately, I am in South Florida. It is 49 degrees and I'm freezing. So I want to talk about Snapchat. That's what I feel like talking about. You know, Snapchat is quickly, 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 or has quickly become the hot platform for digital marketers. You know, launched just four years ago, Snapchat is expected to have its IPO in 2016. Considering it holds the claim to this hot real estate, It's really hard to believe that it was only 15 months ago that the platform's first paid ad ran for Universal Pictures horror flick, Ouija. Since then, Snapchat has skyrocketed to the top of advertisers' and marketers' agendas, uh, even as the company demands that brands pay as much as $750,000 for sponsorships. Yeah, right, $750,000. Noah Mallon, head of social MEC North America, said that he thinks Snapchat has just begun to scratch the surface of what they could do as a vehicle for brand content. He thinks that it will grow and continue to even accelerate throughout 2016. Uh, and, And what happens beyond that is tied to their ability to do what Facebook has done so well, which is keep innovating new ways for users and advertisers to find value from the platform. Let's take a little bit of a look at Snapchat. It's got 100 million daily users, and it's expected to have its IPO in 2016. Like I said earlier, just four years after launching the app. Essentially, that's taken CEO Evan Spiegel half the time to get to the same chronological spot where Facebook and Mark Zuckerberg Zuckerberg stood in 2012 when they took the site public during their eighth 
year. Snapchat's major advantage is that it's completely rooted in digital or, or the digitally native demographic. So these people that are using Snapchat didn't start using social media in college. Uh, it really, Snapchat really understands how these users want to share and consume content, what they're comfortable divulging, and how to appeal to their interests. Uh, you know, there's a lot of industry observers that have been wowed by this timeline, but they still want to see more marketing tools. There's a couple agencies that have a wish list, so to speak, and those wish list items are ad opportunities, customizable ads, uh, snap code testing, analytics, better targeting, and real views. Uh, People want, and I say people, but advertisers, brands want to know what counts as a view. So those are some hot topics Uh, Let's run through the storyline really, really quickly. In 2014, that's when Universal Pictures previews its its, uh, horror movie Ouija with Snapchat's first ad on the app. In November of that same year, Samsung sponsors live streaming coverage of the AMAs on Snapchat, uh, our stories channel. In January of last year, Snapchat started asking marketers for $750,000 commitments Uh, and then later lowered the price. In May of 2015, Jurassic World marketers pushed their movie via the app, joining brands like Ritz and McDonald's. In June of 2015, Evan Spiegel keynotes Khan and unveils an agency called Truffle Pig with WPP and Daily Mail. In October of last year, just few months ago, Snapchat released sponsored lenses, letting brands appear alongside user selfies. And then this month, Snapchat has been working on a developer's platform, which could drastically grow its ad business. I, for one, am super, super excited to see what Snapchat will continue to do if they take anything from what the current state of social media is, they will continue to innovate in the way that they are doing. And you know what? It's not just for little kids anymore. It's not just for the 13 to 24 demographic. There's a lot of users on Snapchat older than I would even say 35 to 40, at least in my particular group of uh, friends and audience and users. So this could be really interesting to see how it pans out. It's become a really cool way to share stories, to tell stories, and for brands to get in front of the very, very coveted age, uh, age group. All right, that's my talk on, on Snapchat. NFL. Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Carson Palmer, Cam Newton. Let's start with the first game. New England at Denver. This one, to me, sounds like a no-brainer. 
But because it's at Denver, I'll give Denver a little bit of credit. New England, 27-17 over Denver. And that pains me because I don't like either of these teams. I'll deal with Denver. I just think New England is one of those teams you cannot bet against until we get to the Super Bowl and then I'll bet against them. But right now, as for now, I cannot bet against Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. Those guys have proved day in, day out, year in, year out that they can make it happen. And, uh, you know, that just seems to be the, the thread lately is Tom Brady just does what he does. So 27-17 New England. And in the NFC Championship, I like both these teams. Really, I do. Arizona is a solid, solid team. I love Larry Fitzgerald. I think Carson Palmer's a great quarterback. A lot better than he gets credit for. Cam Newton, though, just seems to be having a lot of fun on the field. And as arrogant as some may think he is, the kid knows how to win a football game. I think he's too much in the end for Arizona. And Carolina winds up on top 21-17. Carolina, New England has a repeat of the Super Bowl from nearly 14, 15 years ago now. Carolina and New England, we'll see them in a couple weeks on February 7th. Would love to hear your thoughts. Your ratings and reviews are always important to us. Feel free to head on over to brandboostcast.com forward slash subscribe and give us a rating and review. Remember, that's what powers the podcast. And as always, it's much appreciated. Until tomorrow, ciao. This has been a VincenzoLandino.com production. Thank you for listening. If you enjoy the Brand Boost podcast, please give us a rating, write a review, or subscribe. Head on over to brandboostcast.com forward slash subscribe.